Hey everybody, welcome back. Well, and I guess if I'm saying welcome back, I'm assuming that that you're listening uh, not for the first time. So to those first time listeners, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoy the show. We have a real doozy ahead of us. Uh, For those who are joining us for their second or third or fourth episode Thanks so much for coming back and and listening again. So we have the second part of the holiday episode. And today's manual is, it's the best. And I I might have outdid myself, but this is the most iconic video game of all time. And it's what started it all. And I cannot wait to, to read through it with you guys. Real quick, before then, I wanted to share a couple quick ways to connect with the show. You can hit subscribe on on the app or where you're listening to the podcast. Get that auto-download, get the episodes right away in the morning when you get up. If you're like me and you like to see that podcasts are are right there, ready to go when they're released, um, please review the podcast if you... If you had the time, really appreciate it. You can follow us on Facebook, How to Sleep Podcast, and you can also shoot me an email at howtosleeppodcast at gmail.com. So thanks so much for listening and your support. Um, I hope you're enjoying the holiday season thus far. If you're listening to music or watching movies, I hope that it's, it's filling you with cheer and joy, and that this episode can contribute to that and and keep it going. So, and I mentioned a system in the mini-episode on Monday, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the first video game that I was given uh, on Christmas, my sister and I, and the, the console that changed how I saw toys and video games and that console came with nothing other than the one and only Super Mario Brothers the original and I never thought in a million years I would be reading a manual speaking into a microphone to share uh, with everyone this manual that I probably looked at for five seconds when I was given the Nintendo, the NES for Christmas, and and I got that cartridge out for Super Mario Brothers, I may not even looked at the manual. A manual wasn't a thing to me. The game was the thing, and rightfully so. Fast forward a few years. Now I'm going to read you the manual. How exciting is this? This is this is me excited. And and I, I really hope you enjoy it. So let's get into it. The manual I, I don't have, I wish I had a hard copy. Um an actual physical form of this manual, because it's a it's really just a little booklet with um, pages that you know reads like a a, a small little book um, that you just uh, you you flip through. It's not like a a manual that you is folded up and you unfold it. And there's all sorts. It ends up being a almost like one of those old like roadmaps or atlases that you you get in a gas station that you unfold and you're trying to find a city on a map. Some instruction booklets are like that. You have to fold it out and and read through. This booklet was not like that. It was very much a booklet. And you'll see, because that's what it says on the front of the manual. So the front is, it's all black, and it's, it's really like a starry sky. There aren't, it's not a star-filled sky, but there are little bits of stars amongst all that black, so it's not just a flat black. And then we have in red, 
all caps, the Super Mario Brothers logo. So you have two words, Mario and Brothers, B-R-O-S, and then a period, and you have a trademark symbol right to the top right of the S. And these are in red, and right above Mario, in slightly uh, smaller font, is the word Super. So that's how uh, Super Mario Brothers was introduced via their instruction booklet. And as far as I know, they've kept that that logo forever. So that's how you're going to see it still. And then right at the and and that word is it's in the middle of the page, but it's it's aligned so that it's slightly in the center, but it is tilted up and to the right. So the the M in Mario is slightly lower than the S in Brothers. So it's tilted up and to the right, the way it reads. And then the same for at the bottom of the page in about half the size of font. And this is in white caps lettering, caps lettering instruction booklet. And then to the right of that is an image of... I mean, it almost looks like a star exploding, and it's a, a yellow color and with a bunch of, almost like a sun with a bunch of jagged lines um, exploding. This is their their logo, I'm assuming, because um, their logo for a certain series for Nintendo. And below that, that star, and it's outlined with a white box, it says Action Series. So they're, I'm, I'm sure there were other games that had that same action series logo. And that'll be an interesting one. If you're listening and, and you want to look that up and, and, and shoot me an email or comment on the on the Facebook page, let me know what you find, what other games were part of the NES's action series. Alright, so we're going to get into the manual. So on this first page, we have a message from Nintendo. And this is an italicized message, and the the L of the first word, look, is capitalized, and it's in bold. So you have look as the first word, and it reads, Look for this seal on all software and accessories for your Nintendo Entertainment System. It represents Nintendo's commitment to bringing you only the highest quality products. Items not carrying this seal have not been approved by Nintendo and are not guaranteed to meet our standards of excellence in workmanship, reliability, and most of all, entertainment value. And to the so that reads in a in a box that's outlined not once but twice, double outline. And then at the bottom right of that box, there is a gold circle. It's almost like an insignia. And in the middle, it says Nintendo, also in gold. And that Nintendo is, is that word is circled. And then above Nintendo, it says, this seal is your assurance that. And then right below the word Nintendo, has approved and guaranteed the quality of this product. And that circle on the outside has a bunch of jagged spikes. So it's almost like a sun, a gold sun. And then inside the middle of that sun is the seal of assurance of quality by Nintendo. And you see this on, on all of their games. I, I haven't purchased a, a Nintendo game in, in years, but... I'm sure it's it's on all of their games still. Quality was of utmost importance to them, and, and still is. Okay. Moving on to page two of the Super Mario Brothers manual. Thank you for selecting the Nintendo Entertainment System Super Mario Brothers Pack. And we have, after Nintendo, there is... The R that's circled, that it's registered. After the word system, there's a trademark symbol. After the word 
uh, Brothers in Super Mario Brothers, there's a trademark symbol. And then Pack is spelled P-A-K, not P-A-C-K. So they were calling their their games Pack or Packs, I guess. All right. So next on this page is the, in all bold and all caps, object of the game slash game description. And this is outlined, this uh, paragraph of the object of the game. There's three paragraphs, actually. One day, the kingdom of the peaceful mushroom people was invaded by the Koopa, a tribe of turtles famous for their black magic. The quiet, peace-loving mushroom people were turned into mere stones, bricks, and even field horsehair plants, and the mushroom kingdom fell into ruin. The only one who can undo the magic spell on the mushroom people and return them to their normal selves is the Princess Toadstool, the daughter of the Mushroom King. Unfortunately, she is presently in the hands of the great Koopa Turtle King. Mario, the hero of the story, maybe, hears about the mushroom people's plight and sets out on a quest to free the mushroom princess from the evil Koopa and restore the fallen kingdom of the mushroom people. You are Mario. It's up to you to save the mushroom people from the black magic of the Koopa. That's wonderful. And pretty much my entire life I just knew Mario was trying to save Princess Toadstool and that Koopa was bad and everything else I didn't know about. So I'm I'm learning something here too. I hope you are as well. And then that's the end of the object of the game. Below that it reads, please read this instruction booklet to ensure proper handling of your new game, and then save the booklet for future reference. And there's a copyright of 1985 Nintendo at the very bottom of the page, and we see that this was page two. Okay, so on to the how you know the instructions and how we're going to play. So step one is titled Precautions, in all bold and all caps. We have a couple of numbered bullets. Number one, this is a high-precision game. It should not be stored in places that are very hot or cold. Never hit or drop it. Do not take it apart. So for those who played Nintendo games, I'm not sure anyone ever necessarily physically um, abused and damaged their games, but the controllers are... An entirely different story. Bullet point number two. Avoid touching the connectors. Do not get them wet or dirty. Doing so may damage the game. Number three. Do not clean with benzene, paint thinner, alcohol, or other such solvents. Note. In the interest of product improvement, Nintendo Entertainment System specifications and design are subject to change without prior notice. This game has been programmed to take advantage of the full screen. Somewhat older, uh, some older model TVs have rounded screens and may block out a portion of the image. Next section, number two, all bold, all caps. Names of controller parts and operating instructions. So we have controller 1 slash controller 2, and the asterisk says controller 1 for one player game, and then there's an asterisk that says controller 2 for second player in two player game. And on the very bottom left of this page 3, there is uh, what you know, the control pad on the Nintendo was really just uh, a cross with up, down, left, and right. And that's how you moved your players in any game you played. So there's that image of just the, uh, you know, the, the cross. And it says control pad moves Mario. And then in parentheses it says Luigi. It can move both of them. And then we have an image of the control pad itself, which was... Pretty simplistic, but uh, a little bit 
different than say your your Atari, which is a joystick and a, a couple of buttons. In this case, it's a, a rectangle that you held in your hand, so a, a rectangle a few inches you know, wide and, and tall, and the control pad is on the left. There's an arrow that goes to that and says control pad. There are two small rectangles in the middle, and one of them above it says select, one of them says start, and there's lines that point to each, and they go to words that say select button and start button. And then, so start button is to the right of the select button, and then to the right of that are two circle buttons. One is the B button, and the other is the A button, and they're labeled as such. And then to the right of the controller image, we have a, a zoomed-in, enhanced look at the control pad with arrows listed or drawn on the top, bottom, left, and right of the pad. And there are instructions or lines that point to each and tell you what you can do with them. So the top button actually goes to an arrow that has three question marks to it, which is interesting. Now I'm, I'm trying to remember what the up button in Mario Brothers did, and I can't remember. The right arrow says walk to the right, parentheses push button B at the same time to run. The bottom arrow, crouch, parentheses super Mario only. And then the left arrow, walk to the left, parentheses push button B at the same time to run. Okay, page four of the manual. A button. So this is for the A button. Jump and swim. So to do these, to the right of jump with a bunch of dots leading to the description, Mario, uh, parentheses Luigi, jumps higher if you hold the button down longer. And swim, when you're in the water, each press of this button makes you bob up. And asterisk says, don't get too lazy about swimming or you'll get pulled under by the whirlpool at the bottom of the screen. Truer words have never been spoken. The B button is accelerate and fireballs. So accelerate, press this button to speed up, then jump and you can go all the higher and you can go all the higher. Okay, interesting wording. And for fireballs, after you pick up the fire flower, you can use this button to throw fireballs. And then below that, it says in all caps, SELECT, and then no caps, BUTTON. So the SELECT button right below that is an image of the main screen when you were to start the game. Uh, this is from the game. And at the very top of the page, you had the word Mario and a bunch of zeros. And that was how you, you kept track of the your score. And then you had the label for what level you were on. And this was World 1-1, where you were starting. And then you have a timer. So the top right was the timer. Below that, you had... Uh, and I can't remember, this manual is actually not in color, uh, so it, it might have been a red background. Someone can, can double-check that for me, check a, a YouTube video real quick. Um, the red background with in white, Super, and then right below that, Mario, and then to the right, Brothers. That was that, that big logo when you hit, um, when you turn the game on. This is what, what flashed to the screen. And then below that, you had... Uh, a one-player game and a two-player game, and you had the option to toggle between the two, and that's what the the select button uh, was for, to move that mushroom mark between the two. And then you saw a little tiny Mario, the character Mario, and then he is on one of the, the game levels, so he's just standing on a, a bunch of blocks, um, and that's how you select it. So to the right of that image... 
It says, use this button to move the mushroom mark to the game you wish to play. Okay, on to page five. The start button, under that, press this button to begin. So once you toggle and hit select to the game, one player or two, you hit start. And then it says pause. If you wish to interrupt play in the middle of a game, press the start button. The pause tone will sound and the game will stop. Press the start button again when you wish to continue playing. The game will continue from where you left off. And then asterisk. The top score will disappear if the reset switch is pressed or the power switch is turned off. Alright, section number three, all bold all caps, how to play. And right below that we have an image from the game again. It's a tiny little square and it shows Mario, not a little Mario, it's a bigger Mario. And he must have uh, gotten a mushroom to enlarge. And he's jumping in midair, and he's about to land on one of the enemies from the game. And there is a a pipe, a plumber, a plumbing pipe that's sticking up out of the ground that was iconic to, and still is iconic to, Super Mario Brothers. To the right of that image, as this game proceeds, the screen gradually advances to the right. The Mushroom Kingdom is made up of a number of worlds, and each world is divided into four areas. The fourth area of each world ends in a big castle. The princess, as well as her mushroom retainers, are being held in one of the castles by the Turtle Tribe. In order to rescue the princess, Mario has to make it to the castle at the end of each world within the given time. Along the way are mountains, pits, sea, turtle soldiers, and a host of traps and riddles. Whether or not you can make it to the last castle and free the princess depends on you. You're going to need sharp wits and lightning reflexes to complete this quest. Did you have, if you've played this game, did you have sharp wits and lightning reflexes? Did you complete the quest, more importantly? And how quickly did you complete the quest? You know, we live in a world where video games are, are broadcast now on, on live TV, and people are playing video games and, and making money playing video games and, and beating them quickly. And... And people want to watch. And I can't think of anything more fascinating. I watched my roommate play video games in college. Sometimes I, I didn't even want to play. I just wanted to sit there and watch them. So it comes as no surprise to me. But how amazing that that it's turned into a lucrative business. All these games that, that people have played. That now they're, they're playing them for a living. Who would have thought? Moving on to page 6 of the manual, well, the booklet, I should say. The top of this page is, so as the the previous page said, when you play the game, the screen is gradually advancing to your right, so you have to keep moving. So at any given time, you can only see a fraction of what that entire level looks like, the the map of that level. So what they've done is created a, 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 a an entire map of one of the levels and it's at the top of this page. It's just a long rectangle and it's it's uh, zoomed out so you can't see as much detail but um, what this is is it gives us a breakdown of one, two, three, and four at the top. And so one is what would be the first part of, say, this was 1-1. One, one. There are four parts to any level, and it looks to be just a, a simple, you're running along bricks, there's some hills, and then there's a, a tiny little um, tower at the end. And then number two, that level, 
there are, it appears to be a water level. So there's a pipe for you to get down into the water. You would swim underwater and come up a pipe and get to that other small little tower. Level three are a bunch of really posts that you're jumping to. They had a really wide um, top to them, but you're jumping from one to the next. Um, not like Jack and the Beanstalk, but um, similar that you're, you're jumping from one tall one to the next. And those are of different heights, and so that was part of that level. Then level four is the castle that you you're you're defeating the the Bowser the the Koopa King and hoping the princess is there. Often find time find oftentimes finding she was, but he he took her with him. So under that image in bold it says starting position and time progress. We have three bullet points. The first says. At the beginning of the round, play starts from the beginning of the area. However, once Mario gets about halfway through an area, he doesn't have to go all the way back to the beginning after getting done in by one of the bad guys. And then it says asterisks. When you get to the last castle, you start the game over from the castle entrance. So there's no midway point in the last castle. Next bullet point. When play starts... The clock in the upper right of the screen starts ticking away. Any time left on the clock when you get to the end of each area is added to your score as bonus points. And then asterisk. There is no remaining time bonus when you get to the very last castle. And then our final bullet point. At the end of each area, there is a small castle, but before you get to the castle you have to go up a big staircase and jump onto a flagpole. The higher you jump onto the flagpole, the higher the bonus you receive. And that is the best description of how that level ends um, in Super Mario Brothers that I have ever read. And of course it was a small bullet point on page 6 of the instruction booklet. That's incredible. That is a perfect description. To the left of that perfect description is an image, and above the image uh, it says finish area, and what it's showing us is the flagpole. So there is a, a little arrow that is, part of it is pointing up and to the left, so it looks like you're sort of bouncing off the ground and jumping up towards the flagpole is what it's trying to symbolize. And so it points down to the ground and then back up and to the right. So you're jumping as high as you can to the flagpole. And there is the number 100 with a bunch of dots leading to a question mark. So we don't know exactly how much you're going to score. You have to find out by hitting the top of the flagpole. And then two, and then there's just a little fraction of a small castle you can see in this image. And then to the right, of that description there's an actual still frame from the game that's showing the flagpole with the flag on the bottom and the small castle that you reach after completing that area okay page seven so we have this page is titled pointers and we start right with an image that's outlined, and it is a small Mario, and then showing him jumping up in the air, and a big Mario, and showing him jumping into the air. Except for the big Mario, he can reach uh, a, le a level of bricks that are elevated in the air. There's a down arrow pointing from his foot to the, the bricks symbolizing that the bigger Mario can reach that level. And to the right it says jumping. Mario and Super Mario both jump the same height. The height Mario jumps depends on how long you hold the A button down. You can use the the control pad, there's an image of the control pad, to make Mario hook to the left or right even in midair. And then pushing the B button makes Mario speed up, and when Mario is speeded up, he can jump higher. 
So I, I stand corrected. Uh, the image I just described, small Mario and the big Mario. Uh, so Mario and Super Mario both could reach it. Under this image, in bold, it says bonus prizes. There are three bullet points. The first one, if Mario picks up one up mushroom, he gets an extra life. If Mario picks up 100 coins, he gets an extra life. In addition, there are other ways to get an extra Mario. So below those bonus prizes, there are four images, and they're all outlined in boxes. The one is a mushroom, and below that it says one up mushroom. The one is just like a an O. It just, it's just a circle, really, a 3D circle, and it says coin. And then the other one is a box with a question mark. And then under that it says question mark. And the other one is a question mark. And under that it says question mark. Page 8. This is titled Mario, Super Mario, Invincible Mario, etc. And then right below that is an image from the game of Mario. He has just launched off a... Uh, a level of bricks that were in midair. He's running and jumping. We don't know where he's going to land. Mario's friends. So to the right of that image, it says, If you come across mushrooms who have been turned into bricks or made invisible, they reward you by giving you a power boost. With each boost, Mario changes into a different, more powerful Mario, as shown below. And I am now realizing that you go through this game, if you're small, you can't break bricks, so you just hit them and they, they jump, bump up a little bit. But if you're big, you break them when you jump and hit your head against them, or your fist, I guess. So this whole time, Mario has been annihilating his friends who have been turned into or his, the mushrooms that have been turned into bricks. Okay, I got it. So below that, we have three more images. Uh, Magic Mushroom, the Fire Flower, and Starman, which is a star with two eyes in the middle of it. Two just black line eyes. And then below this, we have... A visual description of what it looks like when Mario gets either a magic mushroom or the fire flower and the star man. So we start with a little Mario and he's labeled Mario and then there's a little arrow that points to the magic mushroom and this is a progression that reads to the right and then to the right of that is a big super Mario and then to the right of that there's a fire flower and then if he eats that then he is Fiery Mario, and he's shooting fire. And right below that box, it says in parentheses, Return to regular Mario when bumped into by a bad guy. And then to the right of that image, we have Starman, the star with the two eyes, with an arrow pointing towards Mario, and now he has a bunch of lines uh, outlining him, and this is Invincible Mario. So that's page 8. Page 9 is a continuation of page 8. So there, there's two asterisks. The first one says, When Super Mario or Fiery Mario are bumped into by a bad guy, they don't die but simply return to their old, regular Mario selves. The next one says, For a short while after turning back into his regular Mario self, Mario flickers. During this time, he cannot be killed by bad guys. Parentheses, he's invincible. And then in bold it says, How to topple the turtle tribe. And then a few bullet points here. The first one, Bad guys on top of the bricks can be taken care of by punching from below. Bad guys on the ground can be done in by jumping on top of them. If you bump into an enemy from the side or from below, you die. Asterisk, when in the water, no matter what direction you hit the bad guys from, you die. 
And we have three images here illustrating ways to topple the turtle tribe. The first is there's a turtle on top of a, a brick, and Mario is hitting the one in the middle. He's jumping with his fist, he's hit it, and the turtle is flying through the air. That's one turtle toppled. The next image is Mario jumping downwards, and there are lines marking that he's moving downwards. His arms are spread out, and he is just about to land on the back of a turtle to topple it. And then the third image, it's Mario with his left leg kicked out, and the word kick explanation is, is written there. There's a, a nice little contact line that's like a star, and we see two turtles. They're flying through the air, and there is a turtle shell that has it whizzed past them and it has hit them. That's the reason that they have fly, they've gotten hit and flown through the air. So the image before that is of Mario landing on the, the, the Koopa Troopa, turned it into just a shell, and then he kicked that shell to dispatch of two more uh, Koopas. And in the bullet point below these images, it says, it describes that scenario for us. If you stop, stomp on a Koopa Troopa, he becomes a turtle shell, which is just a picture of a turtle shell, and stays motionless for a while. During that time, you can kick him and send him flying to knock down other enemies. Next bullet point, when Mario has fireballs, use the B button to throw them and fry the enemy. Next bullet point, some bad guys can't be killed. Look out for these immortal creeps. <laughs> That's great. Next bullet point. The points you get depend on how you kill the enemy. Try a few different methods to see which gives you the most points. Okay, page 10. Beware. The following are deadly. Bumping into members of the turtle tribe and other baddies. Walking into flames. When you bump into a turtle shell, you had once kicked. Asterisk. However, Super Mario turns into regular Mario, and the game continues at that spot. Next, when you fall into a pit or get sucked down a drain. And finally, time runs out. Don't want to die in the game. Don't let any of those things happen to you. And then we have, next up, the, the next uh, few pages are your enemies, well, what they look like and, and who they are and, and how to kill them, dispatch of them, and the, the corresponding points that you get for doing so. So the first is called Little Goomba. And this looks like just a, a little mushroom with eyes and feet and an eyebrow that tilts downwards to make him look angry and mean and this is a mushroom who betrayed the mushroom kingdom one stomp and he dies 100 points next we have koopa troopa in parentheses it says green so this is just a a little turtle and it says soldier of the turtle empire his orders are to find and destroy mario Jump on him, and he stops moving for a while. 100 points. Okay, so that was page 10. Page 11 continues the enemies. So we have Koopa Troopa Red. Again, just a, a turtle. And it says, this turtle is chicken. Very timid. He gets scared easily and runs back and forth a lot. Jump on him, and he stops moving for a while. 100 points. And then the Koopa Paratroopa, green, which is a turtle with wings. A bit out of control, he wings around aimlessly and comes at you all of a sudden. Stomp on him and he loses his wings. 400 points. 
and then Koopa Paratroopa Red. This turtle is under control, but likes to take it easy. Stomp on him, and he loses his wings. 400 points. And then next one, final one on this page. And these are outlined. They're just uh, the images of the, the, the enemies, and they're all outlined in squares. So it's just four squares per page. So four enemies per page. So the bottom right is the Buzzy Beetle. And this is just... It's a black shell with a little face at the bottom right of it. And it says, quite the toughie, fireballs don't even phase him. 100 points. So they don't really tell us what to do with him, but you can jump on him or jump on a turtle and get the shell and, and kick it towards Buzzy Beetle. Okay, page 12. We have the Hammer Brothers. And if you've played the game, the Hammer Brothers can be they can be a little annoying. And if you're just a regular Mario, that's a little dangerous to deal with, let alone, you know, one, let alone two Hammer Brothers. And and these were turtles that that are walking at you. So they're they're on two legs and they have arms and they are wily twin brother turtles come at you throwing hammers. That's the description, and that's exactly what they did. So this is an image of the turtle, and then an image of a hammer. 1,000 points if you take either or both, either of them out. 2,000 if you take both. Next to that is Spiny, which is really just a little tiny creature with two legs with three spines sticking out of it. And this is Lakitu's pet, but a wild fighter. You can't kill him by jumping on top of him. 200 points. And we get down to the bottom left of this page, and we see who Lakitu is. And this is a turtle who's riding in a cloud. And this is the mysterious turtle who controls the clouds. He chases after Mario and drops Spiny's eggs on top of him. 200 points. And then finally, the bottom right of this page, Piranha Plants. And that just sounds terrifying. Uh, any plant that can, can eat people seems, ever since the, the Little Shop of Horrors, is, it's a, a frightening uh, thought of, of plants that are, that are eating anything. Venus flytraps. Video game Piranha Plants. And this... This looks like uh, this is a uh, a plant with uh, a mouth that's open with teeth on either side, ready to swallow Mario whole if he jumps at the wrong time or in the wrong direction. Man-eating plants that live in the flower pots. They show their faces quickly and without warning, so watch out. You can't kill them by jumping on top of them. But you can if you have a fireball. 200 points. I'd argue you should get more points for killing those creatures. But that's that's just me. Okay. So we have two more pages. And the, the top left, we have Spiny's eggs, which are what Spiny's are coming from. And it's just a, a circle with some jagged squares on the outside of it and it says eggs of the turtle spice spiny um, of Lakutu and you can't destroy them by jumping on them 200 points then we have cheap cheap which is a fish usually found in the water but also sprouts wings I guess that is a fish with wings also sprouts wings and flies, so you have to be careful in the air, too. Can't be killed from above while she's in the water. 200 points. We have Bullet Bill, which is a a bullet. And it looks like it has, I forget, I think it has eyes. It looks like it has at least one eye on there. The resolution's a little off on the menu. 
chases after Mario slowly but steadily. You can e- you can kill him by jumping onto him from above. 200 points. And then finally on page 13, we have Bloober, which looks like a little octopus with eyes. Chases stubbornly after Mario, a guy to look out for. You can't kill him by jumping on top of him. 200 points. And the last of our characters, we have Padobu, which looks like, I guess this is the fire, so it's it's a flame, really, that protector that is the protector of the great sorcerer koopa king he comes flying out of the lake of fire inside the koopa king's castle so these when you're jumping across fire you had to time correctly to avoid getting hit there's no kill in the fire at least not in this game there's no water to spray we have mushroom retainers which is a a little tiny little person with a mushroom head and seven mushrooms who originally served in the court of Princess Toadstool, but are now under the spell of the evil Koopa King. And then bottom left of this page, it says Princess Toadstool? Question mark. You're going to have to play the game to find out what she looks like. Princess of the Mushroom Kingdom, she is the only one who can break the spell of the evil Koopa King. And then finally the bottom right we have jumping board which is really just two lines it's almost like a spring that you're you're jumping on and it says if mario jumps onto it it goes up and down pushing the a button when the jumping board is all the way up makes mario jump super high and finally last and definitely least bowser king of the koopa and he's just a an angry, mean-looking turtle. And he's been around for every version of Mario, and he'll stay around. And he's standing on two feet, and he's he's clearly bigger than all the enemies. His his back of his shell has jagged, sharp edges. He is the Sorcerer King holding Princess Toadstool captive in the last castle. He comes at you spitting fire. There are several ways to kill him but you only get points if you use fireballs. And it says, question mark, question mark, question mark, where the points would be. So you're going to have to beat them to find out. Okay, so page 15 of the manual is blank, and page 16 is a chain-linked outline, and it says, Super Mario Brothers Secret Tricks. And there's a a little turtle looking right at you with its hand up to its mouth, one finger. And it says in a speech bubble, shh, don't tell anyone. And I tell you what, I'd love to to talk to to people who've been with Nintendo since it it was formed and, and before the company was big and you know, for a, a secret tricks uh, portion of an, an instruction booklet to see people playing the games now and go to YouTube and, and watch any Super Mario Brothers speed run to see what they do and the, the glitches they found in these games and, and, and how quickly they beat them, it's, it's impressive. It's been years of people playing with the game and figuring out all these things. And we see in this menu or this manual, this booklet, the secret tricks and you'll see they're they're pretty pretty mellow. Um they're they're just very simplistic and things that you couldn't didn't take much to figure out. So I would love to talk to someone and, who made the game or played the game early on who was part of the company and say, did you ever think that it would come to this and hear what they think? So, on page 17, we have some of their secret tricks. 
There's an image of a shell, and it says, Bulldozer Attack. There's a few bullet points on, on these last couple pages for the secret tricks. So, the first bullet point says, Kick one of the shell, and then run right behind it. Princes, use the B button. And your path will be cleared for you as your enemies are sent flying. Asterix, just look out for ricochets. If the shell runs into a, so it's an image of the shell runs into a pipe, image of a pipe, your attack will backfire and you'd better move fast to keep from getting swept off, swept off yourself. That is so true. So to the right of that we have an image and it's the shell bouncing back off of the pipe right at Mario. He's running away. There's two of the, the, the enemies flying in the air and the Goombas flying through the air upside down, and Mario's trying to get out of the way from the ricochet. Next bullet point. If you want to get a lot of points, be sure not to leave any enemies alive behind you, since the more enemies you kill, the more new ones appear, especially when using the, quote, bulldozer attack. Make sure all the enemies on the screen are wiped out before continuing to the right. Next bullet point. Because the screen moves from left to right, there are enemies off the edge of the screen that can't be seen. You can't kill enemies you can't see by sending a shell off the screen after them. Why not? Maybe they jump over the enemy when Mario isn't looking. <laughs> Strangely enough, however, if a kicked shell bumps into a pipe off the screen, it comes ricocheting back at Mario. If you hear the sound of a ricochet, jump right away so you'll be ready when it comes flying back onto the screen. And I wonder if that was intentional. That the enemies disappear when they go off the screen, but the 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 pipe doesn't, that it's it's stationary, it stays there. And I wonder if that was intentional and and if not, this little bullet point on page 17 of the manual tells you how what you need to do to avoid it. Um, unless you've already experienced it while playing the game and learned from your mistakes. Next bullet point. When a shell comes ricocheting back at you, it's possible, parentheses for a real pro, that is, to stomp on the turtle one more time and stop it. And that took some timing, but... Man, feels good when that's flying at you and you jump on it and it stops right there in front of you. And then bullet point at the last bullet point. There are plenty of other tricks. See if you can discover them on your own. And turn into a, a video game wizard. Like in the Fred Savage movie. Where, once again, if you haven't seen The Wizard uh, with Fred Savage... A a young Christian Slater, a young Bo Bridges, brother to Jeff Bridges. Um, watch it. It's 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 a Nintendo advertisement, really. But it's it's a it's a great movie. I love that movie, and it, it features. It was a coming out party for Super Mario Brothers three. So check out the Wizard. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If you haven't seen it in years, revisit it. So page 18, we have chain reaction techniques. Uh, two bullet points here. One, use the old, quote, domino effect. Parentheses, ask your parents to wipe out a bunch of bad guys, one after the other, to get high points. And to the right of this image is uh, Mario jumping on three straight Goombas, and above each one is... So it's Mario at the third Goomba, and the lines that we're seeing show that he's jumped from one to the next to the next. And above each one are points that correspond with his jumps, 100, 200, and then 400. So the bullet point to the left describes that, each coin you grab is worth 200 points. If you collect 100 points, besides the points for the coins, you also get an extra Mario. Without a doubt, a lot of coins are tucked away somewhere. Princes, why do you suppose this is under chain reaction techniques? 
Interesting. They're burying some stuff deep in the manual. And then finally, top secret. And these are three asterisks here. First, you get 50 points for each brick you smash. Try punching lots of different places. Which is, there's a lot of secret bricks in Mario. So they're not saying just don't just hit the ones you see. There are several different ways to get an extra Mario. Try to figure them out for yourself. That is not top secret. I mean, I guess it it urges you to explore every level a little bit more, even after you beat it the first time. And then finally, at the end of an area, after you jump onto the flagpole, fireworks may go off, and for each explosion you get 500 points. The reason the fireworks go off is a secret. See if you can figure it out. And I'm actually wondering now, I forget what that was for, so uh, I need to go back and look that up. Alright, everyone, we're coming to the end of the Mario Manual, Super Mario Brothers Instruction Booklet. Let's get into the, the hot and heavy stuff, the Compliance with FCC Regulations, page 19. This equipment generates and uses radio frequency energy, and if not installed and used properly, that is, in strict accordance with the manufacturer's instructions, may cause interference to radio and television reception. It has been type-tested and found to comply with the limits for a Class B computing service in accordance with the specifications in Subpart J of Part 15 of FCC Rules, which are designed to provide reasonable protection against such interference in a residential installation. Ooh, that was a mouthful. However, there is no guarantee that interference will not occur in our particular installation. If this equipment does cause interference to radio or television reception, which can be determined by turning the equipment off and on, the user is encouraged to try to correct the interference by one or more of the following measures. Reorient the receiving antenna. Relocate the NES with respect to the receiver. Move the NES away from the receiver. Plug the NES into a different outlet so that computer and receiver are on different circuits. Those are the, the four ways. If necessary, the user should consult the dealer or an experienced radio or television technician for additional suggestions. The user may find the following booklet prepared to, by the Federal Communications Commission helpful. And the, the book is titled, How to Identify and Resolve Radio TV Interference Problems. This booklet is available from the U.S. Government Printing Office, Washington, D.C., 20402, stock number 004 zero zero dash zero zero three four dash four end of page nineteen and then we have two pages of memo so it just says memo at the top left of the page and a bunch of one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven dotted lines and this is areas for you to maybe you discovered a trick um, maybe you you figured out where all of the the free one-ups are by jumping and hitting secret blocks and bricks, and you you wrote them down here level by level. And if you're listening to this, uh, whenever if you're you've, you're revisiting the podcast and and you have one of these memos still with your tricks written down, or any notes for that matter about the game. I would love to see that. Absolutely. That is a, a wonderful piece of, of nostalgia. And the booklet closes with a 90-day limited warranty for Nintendo Game Packs. And this font is quite small, so please bear with me as I read through this. 90-day limited warranty. Nintendo of America Incorporated quote Nintendo 
warrants to the original consumer purchaser that this Nintendo Game Pack, parentheses, quote, pack, not including Game Pack accessories or robot accessories, shall be free from defects in material and workmanship for a period of 90 days from date of per- purchase. If a defect covered by this warranty occurs during this 90-day warranty period, Nintendo will repair or replace the pack at its option free of charge. To reserve this warranty service, one, do not return your defective game pack to the retailer. Two, notify the Nintendo Consumer Service Department of the problem requiring warranty service by calling outside Washington State 1-800-422-2602 or inside Washington State 206-882-2040. Our Consumer Service Department is in operation from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Monday through Friday. Number three, if the Nintendo service technician is unable to solve the problem by phone, he will provide you with a return authorization number. Simply record this number on the outside packaging of your defective pack and return your pack freight prepaid at your risk of damage together with your sales slip or similar proof of purchase within the 90-day warranty period to Nintendo of America Incorporated, NES Consumer Service Department, 4820 150th Avenue Northeast, Redmond, Washington, 98052. This warranty shall not apply if the pack has been damaged by negligence, accident, unreasonable use, modification, tampering, or by any other causes unrelated to defective materials or workmanship. And that was the warranty now repairs after expiration of warranty. If the pack develops a problem after the 90-day warranty period, you may contact the Nintendo Consumer Service Department at the phone number noted above. If the Nintendo Service Technician is unable to solve the problem by phone, he may provide you with a return authorization number. You may then record this number on the outside packaging of the defective pack and return the defective pack freight prepaid to Nintendo enclosing a check or money order for $10 payable to Nintendo of America Incorporated. Nintendo will, at its option, subject to the conditions above, subject to the conditions above, repair the pack or replace it with a new or repaired pack. If replacement packs are not available, the defective pack will be returned and the $10 payment refunded. And finally, warranty limitations. Any applicable implied warranties, including warranties of merchantability and fitness for a particular purpose, are hereby limited to 90 days from the date of purchase and are subject to the conditions set forth herein. In no event shall Nintendo be liable for consequential or incidental damages resulting from the breach of any express or implied warranties. The provisions of this warranty are valid in the United States only. Some states do not allow limitations on how long an implied warranty lasts or exclusion of consequential or incidental damages, so the above limitations and exclusion may not apply to you. This warranty gives you specific legal rights, and you may also have other rights which vary from state to state. And then, if I had an actual manual in my hands right now, I'd flip it over, I'd close that page, I'd see the back page, it's a black sky, dotted here and there with some stars, and then in the very bottom of that page, with that gold Nintendo logo, Nintendo of America Incorporated, P.O. Box 957, Redmond, Washington, 98052, USA, printed in Japan. So that was the instruction booklet for Super Mario Brothers. What an iconic game. What a game changer. That, that, I mean, 
that changed it all. That was the start of, of everything, quite frankly. That that game and, and to read the manual, how cool to see what was included, what wasn't included, to have played the game at the height of its popularity and and to see it still still not only existing but so much a part of, of culture and what people are doing for a living. It's incredible. So thanks for listening, everyone. I really appreciate you you joining in for the second part of the, the holiday toy manual. If you're traveling for the holidays, please safe travels. Um, you know, good luck with all the crowds and 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 be patient. Everyone's trying to get somewhere and and they want to see they want to see their friends and family and their loved ones and 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 so be safe. Enjoy your any flights or car rides. Maybe you're you're enjoying this on your car ride. Maybe this is something to pass the time on on your flight if that's what you're doing. Either way, thanks so much. I really appreciate you guys coming here and and listening and supporting the podcast. So uh, to you and yours, happy holidays, and I'll talk to you all soon.